It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. And welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights lose 3-2 to the Colorado Avalanche on a late goal, late goal by Nazem Kadri. Those ones hurt, especially when it looked like you were uh, getting to at least one standings point. But the Golden Knights do not come up with a way to, to get a point in this one. We'll go up to the radio booth, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, uh, to kind of break this one down. Now, Dan, once again, these two teams, an exciting game. Yeah, this was one of those, and, and, and I don't know if this is scientific or not. I can measure the excitement of a game by how often I feel like I've got to sit down and take a breath <laughs> when there are not a lot of whistles, when there's back-and-forth action, or if one scoring chance is quickly followed by another, whether it's for the same team or the opposing team, it usually means there's a lot going on. And there are a lot of moments. You could take a, a microscope and zoom in on a few different moments here and try to find a little picture where if something had gone just a little bit different here or a little bit different there, this could have had a, a different feel, a very different outcome. So the, it's almost hard to break down a game like this. It's one in which... There were good chances. There was good play by both teams. And eventually, somebody was going to end up with more goals than the other. And I don't know that you could read into, oh, Colorado did this better than the Knights, or Vegas did this better than Colorado. It was simply an entertaining game. And uh, you would have liked to see the Knights get to overtime, as you mentioned. But Kadri, with help from Donskoy, gets that puck by Flurry in the final minute. You know, a couple of things that you do point to if you're the Golden Knights that, that you liked in this game. Penalty kill was very strong. Alex Tuck looked very good killing penalties for the Golden Knights in the first period. And then the other thing is just an ability to respond. This team didn't really get too panicked. They, they found ways to get themselves back in the game, draw even twice. Yeah, Alex Tuck, I mentioned this earlier, but I'll mention it again. Alex Tuck, in terms of his penalty-killing acumen in his career. Uh, this is not something that he'd ever done. Roughly 12 minutes of shorthanded time on ice in his career. Yeah. And tonight he had over two minutes. And it was all, of course, in the first period. And, uh, in fact, created two shorthanded shots on goal, uh, two of his first three. So there's something to note there. And we know with other players as example, effective penalty-killing can spill into five-on-five five play. You might get some momentum, some confidence, some feel, some energy, whatever it is. You got an effective penalty kill. It can lead to good things in other parts of the game. We've never seen that before from Alex Tuck because he's never been on the penalty kill. So who knows? Maybe some of what he did today, aside from the PK, was the result of, hey, confidence in him, number one, and then effectiveness, number two. When you look at this game, and, and again, I, I think that the puck is seemingly following Keegan Kolazar around. He's just not able to, to find the back of the net. But again, I, I do think that this is confidence building for him. He, he's had opportunities. He's getting to the right areas. Eventually, one's going to go. You would hope so. And, you know, his time starting to run out for Kolasar when Tomas Nosek returns there's uh, there's a spot there and you would think that Nosik would go back in and Nick Waugh would return to the third line. It, you're right that there are chances generated by Kolasar of course had a fight today 
will carry a drew a penalty today. Ryan Reeves threw his weight around. Unfortunately, his dream does not come true, <laughs> scoring a goal. Uh, you know, so those guys, and, and you know, Nick Waugh had a chance late in the game. He had space side of the net, and rather than making a pass, he tried to shoot it from a tough angle. He thought maybe make a pass to Reeves there, especially. I mean, maybe Nick didn't know about Ryan's dreams. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> just there, those those four players: Colasar, Carrier, Watt, and Reeves. They, there are elements of their game on which we'd place a high value. Yeah. Whether it's the physical play, drawing penalties, penalty killing, etc. However, among those four players, there's one goal, and in the National Hockey League, that's just not good enough. Uh, over a, a period of time and you expect more production from the deeper part of your lineup. Tomasz Nosek is the one guy waiting in the wings when he's healthy enough to come off uh, come out of the COVID protocol uh, so I, I'm not saying that Nosek's going to come in and start lighting the lamp every night I mean, Nosek last year scored eight goals but also remember Will Carrier last year scored seven goals yeah. and Ryan Reeves last year scored eight goals. In other words it's not like these guys can't score. They have. They just haven't yet this year. And the time has got to come soon because uh, the, the, the top part of the lineup has done the scoring. But when you've got these slumps, I mean, two goals today, one goal on Sunday, uh, the three power play goals, obviously, on Saturday. Um, you asked a couple of games ago, Ryan, about yep. that five-on-five goal yep. scoring. Is it mm -hmm. starting to become a concern? a little bit and <laughs> it's, I think partly because you're not getting the goal scoring from the the lower part of the lineup yeah I mean I'm, I'm glad you brought that up that's that's where I wanted to finish here and just in terms of generating chances like we're seeing the Golden Knights generating chances it just seems like over the last couple of games the teams that they're playing, Colorado did a good job of blocking shots. We know Anaheim did a great job of blocking shots. It just seems like that one extra that one extra stride or, or with Petrangelo settling the puck down when he had Grubauer out of position. It's just those, mm. those little moments that are seemingly preventing the Golden Knights from breaking through five on five. Right. And that's sort of what I was thinking about earlier when I said you could take a microscope to a moment here or a moment there and think, well, if this had just gone a little bit differently, if that had gone a little bit differently for both sides, not just yeah. Vegas, yeah. for both sides, this game could have had a very different complexion. No side had more than a one-goal lead today. It was one nothing Colorado, 2-1 to one Colorado, and ultimately 3-2 to two Colorado. But, sure, we could be you know, talking about Zach Whitecloud instead of hitting the post, scoring a goal, and how that might have changed things. If in the first period there were three power plays for the Avalanche, they didn't score on any of them. And this is a very good power play team. If, if one of those had gone like that, a lot of things in this game could have changed the complexion of it. But it ends up as a 3-2 Colorado win. And you, uh, the, the only sort of takeaway is, you know, Pete DeBoer said before the game, we've got to refill our tanks. Colorado had a little bit of rust with the layoff. Vegas had played back-to-back -back days. Now it's a little bit more rust off for the Avalanche, but the Knights really didn't get much time to rest. They were off yesterday. But now you're going to have Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Both yeah. of these clubs, same schedule more or less. They'll practice in Lake Tahoe on Friday, and then the game will be Saturday morning. And, uh, I, you know, Gary mentioned he thought that this could be the, the best game of the four. Maybe. I have high expectations for Saturday's <laughs> game, aside from the outdoor elements, simply because of 
how this series has gone so far. I mean, you add up the combined goals, it's 3-3 it's three, three yep. through two games, which uh, is only part of the story. It's been some really exciting hockey, and I, I guess if you assume that Vegas and Colorado would be among the contenders in this division. And Ryan Reeves said so, not only for this division, for the entire National Hockey League. I think you'd, you'd have to be impressed with the brand of hockey we've seen from both clubs. You're absolutely right, Dan. Hey, have fun up in Tahoe. I, we, we will sure try. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm making sure to bring all kinds of uh, warm gear. Yes. We, it's colder there. Yes, yes <laughs> very much so. I, it's, as someone who is from the Northeast, you think, oh, like, all right, it's, it's cold in the Northeast, but you go, you know, uh, within one state. Like, New Jersey is small, right? It's, you go an hour in one direction, you're crossing state <laughs> lines or you're hitting an ocean. Yeah. It, like, it is far away. It's it's way up there. It's I mean, it's closer to San Jose than it is to Las Vegas. Um, so I've never been to Lake Tahoe before. I'm looking forward to it and the whole experience. And it's a shame that more people can't be part of it. But we will do our best to paint the picture for you here on the radio and report all the news that is interesting and tell those stories. And we'll have, uh, have some memories to share with you on the broadcast. All right, Dan. We will talk to you on Saturday. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. The Golden Knights lose 3-2 to two to the Colorado Avalanche. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. And welcome back to the AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights lose to the Colorado Avalanche 3-2 on a late goal by Nazem Kadri. I mean, less than a minute in the third period. That's a tough one to give up for the Golden Knights. It'll be interesting to see what Pete DeBoer has to say about this game and specifically that that play late in the game. So Let's go to Pete DeBoer now as he addresses the media. Justin. Hi, Pete. We asked about the Nathan McKinnon line a lot, but outside of that line, it seemed like just all of their forwards uh, have a lot of team speed. Uh, is there anything that you think that you guys can do in the next two games against them to slow them down? Well, I thought we did. I thought I thought in the first period we uh, we, we got caught early standing still we took some penalties but i thought in the second and third um you know i thought uh we negated a lot of that speed with with puck possession in the offensive zone and and uh, our forecheck and some of the a lot of the good things we did next question tonight goes to david shane las vegas review journal david Pete, this morning you mentioned it was an opportunity to create some separation in the standings with a team that you're going to you know, probably be competing with, I guess, losing in the last minute. Do you feel like a lost opportunity a little bit in that regard? Yeah, it was tough. You know, I, I think especially when you put the work in, I, I was really, I really liked our effort tonight. I mean, three games in four nights, I think seven and 12, um, you know, and, and, and I, and I like the fact our second and third periods were our best periods. So, you know, I anticipated us maybe running out of gas, and I thought the guys really pushed through and and dug deep. And uh, so, yeah, it's tough to lose a game like that, but um, we did a lot of really good things, and, you know, I was really proud of our effort. 
We'll go to Jesse Granger, The Athletic. Jesse. Hey, Pete. Uh, Jonathan Marshall so scores a goal for you, kind of greasy goal around the net. I'd like to just get your thoughts on maybe just his overall play for the season to this point. Marshy's been great. You know, I, I thought he was our, our best player in training camp this, in, uh, when we came back. And uh, he's carried that into the regular season. I think, I think he's been consistently really good every night for us. Do a couple more here with Pete tonight. Next question goes to Ben Goats, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Ben. Hey, Pete. We saw Alex Tuck get a lot of run on the penalty kill tonight. What do you like about him and uh, his game shorthanded? Yeah, he did a good job. You know, uh, he's gotten in the rotation, obviously, with Nosek out. Um, he's usually next man up uh, if one of our our guys takes a penalty and, and is in the box that usually kills. And, uh, you know, I, I thought he looked really good. Uh, you know, penalty killing's a, a lot of attention to detail. Um, the thing about Tucky you like is uh, his speed obviously allows him to, to uh, you know, make up a lot of ground if he if he puts himself in a in a tough spot. So um, you know that that speed is uh, is obviously his best weapon, and and when he adds some of the detail of the penalty kill to it, he's he's an effective guy. Next question goes to Brian Blessing, the Vegas Hockey Hotline. Brian. Hey, Pete. Uh, you know, years ago, you, you put Hockey Night in Canada and watch a game at Northland's Coliseum up in Edmonton on the fast ice, and the game just looked faster. This game looked like one of those games. It just seemed noticeably faster. Could you sense that on the bench, just the pace of play would transition both ways? Yeah, two, two real good teams going at it, you know. Uh, I, I think uh, there's no doubt that, uh, that the level of, of play and the speed of the game you know, was was higher than than at any point so far this season that we've seen, um, and I liked how we responded to it. I thought I thought uh, you know we were right there. Final question tonight goes to Stormy Bonatoni, the Vegas School Knights. When Max was asked to look ahead a little bit to the Lake Tahoe game, he said he felt like you guys had a lot to prove going into that game. How nice is that for you as a coach to know immediately after losing that game, this game that's your players' mentality? Yeah, I think the guys are disappointed. I think they, they felt uh, we could have won that game tonight. So, uh, you know, you don't want uh, them to be, uh, to be happy uh, – about working hard and losing the two points and and they want to get back and and go at it again so um we've got this team two more times in the next uh five days and uh, i'm excited to see our response thanks pete thank you and that was head coach pete DeBoer with tonight's post-game interview presented by nevada eye physicians when you look at this game, you look at the Golden Knights losing 3-2 to the Colorado Avalanche on that late Nazem Kadri goal. Uh, you wonder just how how much that loss point is going to frustrate and upset the Golden Knights. But I, I like in hearing from Pete DeBoer kind of where that thought process is for the team. Let's take a look back at the highlights in this game. First period, it didn't take much time or space for Nathan McKinnon to find the back of the net. And out they go, three on two. Right wing ranting it. Towards the right circle, feeds the middle, they score! One-time shot from McKinnon, set up by Rantanen. Colorado takes a 1-0 lead. 
That's McKinnon from Rantanen and Brandon Saad at 7.08 of the first period to make it one to nothing, Colorado. However, in the second period, the Golden Knights will get a power play and draw even. Swings it back out high, Theodore. Right circle, Pacioretty. Shooting, score! Pacioretty rips it home! A wicked wrist shot up high on Grubauer. Power play goal. Knights tie it one and one with 3.24 to go in the second period. That's Max Pacioretty from Shea Theodore and William Carlson on the power play. 16.36 of the second period to make it 1-1. However, just a minute later, the Colorado Avalanche would regain the lead. Avalanche in on the left wing. Saad, bottom of the left circle, working in front, they score! Saad tucks it under, Flurry on a backhand. 2-1 Colorado with 2.21 to go in the second period. That's Brandon Saad, a Cisco to Jonas Donskoy and Ryan Graves at 17.39 of the second period to make it 2-1 Avalanche. Going into the third period, down a goal, the Golden Knights would once again draw even. He's got options, out high, a shot, missed the net, wrap around, diving through the crease, banging away, it's in front, now they score! Marcioso finally buries it! Vegas ties the game 2-2, two two. Jonathan Marcioso! That's Marcioso on the fourth chance, fourth opportunity, the assist go to William Carlson and Riley Smith, 6.52 of the third period to make it 2-2, two to two. and then... Marc-Andre Fleury would rob Nathan McKinnon for our AAA insurance save of the game. Knocked him along the near boards. Now a centering pass, McKinnon shooting, glove save! Fleury got a piece of it. Puck still in play, Stone to the outside. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair, discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. And then we get to the goal, the late goal, 19-19, just under a minute left to play. It's Nazem Kadri with the game winner. Colorado wins it. Point shot, tip toward the goal. Flurry couldn't stop it. It's in. Colorado has taken the lead, 3-2. It was a bouncing puck around Flurry's net, and it went by him. That's Nazem Kadri from Jonas Donskoy and Bo Byram. At 19-19 of the third period, you could hear the avalanche uh, just elated with that goal on the call. 3-2 to two Colorado, and all that was left was the final call. Theodore tried to center. It was knocked away. Theodore trying to get it back with four seconds. Theodore keeps it alive. He shoots. Save with one second, and that is all. Well, and so Colorado wins it 3-2. to two. And that is the final. 3-2 to two Colorado. They defeat the Golden Knights here tonight. Next game goes Saturday at Lake Tahoe, outdoor game for the Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche. We've got a lot more to get to here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. And welcome back to the AAA Insurance postgame show. Colorado Avalanche defeat the Golden Knights 3-2. Vegas 10-3-1 on the year. 
Post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Didn't see any injuries. Keegan Cole's our big fight early on in this game. Shea Theodore coming back into the lineup for the Golden Knights. That's a plus. That's a positive, right? Like, that's what you want. Your, your, your roster getting healthy. You're still without Braden McNabb. Still missing one of your top defenders. Uh, Robin Leonard, still unavailable for the Golden Knights. So, you know, as, as you get healthier, hopefully things kind of settle in for the Golden Knights, at least in terms of five-on-five play. Tomas Nosek also uh, out on COVID protocol. Uh, you wonder if you get maybe a little bit more from the Golden Knights' fourth line if Tomas Nosek was in. Maybe you get a little bit more from the Golden Knights' third line if Nick Waugh is playing up with Cody Glass and Alex Tuck and, and trying to find ways to put pucks in the back of the net at five-on-five. Five. I, I, I don't... I don't want to say that I'm I'm troubled. I don't want to say that I'm I'm worried about the Golden Knights' ability to score five on five. Like they're generating chances, they're there. The chances are there for the Golden Knights. The problem is they're just not converting. Like they're working really hard for their opportunities, but you know, it, 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 every time it seems, it feels at least at this point, every time they get a good look, all of a sudden. There's a leg, there's a stick, there's a need to settle a puck, and it's either blocked or it misses the net, or you allow the goaltender just that split second to get himself into position to make a save. So it's not that the Golden Knights aren't getting opportunities. It's not that they're not getting looks. They are. Like The Golden Knights are getting opportunities. They're getting chances. I'd be more worried... If five-on-five, five, there just aren't any opportunities for the Golden Knights. Like, I thought they played well enough at even strength tonight. I did. I, I, You know, there were moments in the second period, moments in the third period, especially early in the third period when they were, when they were looking to tie the game, that I thought the Golden Knights were much better than the Colorado Avalanche. However, when Vegas tied it up at two on, on the heels of that Jonathan Marcheseau goal, we saw the Colorado Avalanche just kind of kick it into overdrive. It was very much the same as what we saw in the second period. The Golden Knights pushing, pushing, pushing. And you could argue, well, they're pushing because they're chasing the game. Yeah, you're probably right. That's fair. That's fine. But at least they were pushing, pushing hard. And you know what? Colorado, you got to give them credit. They, they weathered that storm, and they were able to find a way to come out of this one with two points. The winning numbers for the 5149 raffle presented by Raising Canes are 993-441-05014. That's 993-441-05014. If you didn't win tonight or missed out on the action, the 5149 raffle presented by Raising Canes will be online during the Golden Knights' next home game. Proceeds will benefit the Henderson Silver Knights Foundation. We're back to wrap it up. On the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Wrapping it up here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show, the Colorado Avalanche defeat the Golden Knights 3-2. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And, you know, the Colorado Avalanche, they scored first. I thought they were 
the better team in the first period, the Golden Knights battle back, right? Like, uh, you got to like the resiliency you see from the Golden Knights. You take three penalties in the first period, it kind of disjoints everything that, that's happening with your game. Although you got three three very strong penalty kills in that first period to to keep that deficit just at one, and then you answer back. And unfortunately, it's just a matter of the Colorado Avalanche quickly answering that first goal from the Golden Knights, getting the lead again. And you know you gotta you gotta chase the game a little bit. You gotta push. You gotta press. And you know for for the Golden Knights, uh, they just never were able to get that lead. They had their chances. They had their looks. Uh, I thought they were good in in the second period. I thought they were good early in the third period. And that's just one of those situations where. It, you gotta play, and and you, you're looking ahead. I think to that to that point, you're looking ahead to that standings point, and and the Colorado Avalanche. You, you could you could just sense that it meant something to them to find a way to get that goal. And if it's Nazem Kadri, it's in around the net. It's it's go to the right areas, and, and that was the difference there in that third period in the game. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, Colorado, three, Vegas, two. Late goal, 19 minutes, 19 seconds of the third period. By Nazem Kadri, the difference in this game. Bring in Darren Millard. You thought there was going to be 10 goals in this game. I missed that. Yeah, see, here's the thing. I almost bet you. Aren't you glad I didn't? Darren Elliott was on my side, too. We both thought that we were going to see a much different game tonight yeah. than we ended up. And I think you can credit the Golden Knights penalty killers for uh, the low-scoring game because they did a fabulous job uh, holding the fort, Tress, holding the fortress in that first <laughs> period when when the Golden Knights took those three penalties uh, and gave the the Golden Knights an opportunity to find their footing in the in the second and third. Uh, it, it, Grubauer was great. Yeah. Like he's having an outstanding season mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. that's his eighth win of the season. He has all eight wins uh, for the. Uh, Colorado Avalanche. Mark Andre Fleury made some spectacular saves in the third period, where it looked like he was going to uh, just be able to hold off the Avalanche and get the single point. Uh, this was the best game that I've seen uh, in person this year, for sure. Yeah, and one of the top five games that I've seen across the National Hockey League of of two teams just trading chances 
and, and going back and forth, it wasn't somebody just holding on and trying to counterpunch. They were both trying to set the pace. Well, it, it was like Pete DeBoer talked about. Like, it, you're not going to get into these games where you're able to dominate and control play for 60 minutes. You're going nope. to take... You're going to take the other, the opposition's best, and you're going to have to stop that momentum and come back with your own. This was very much a game of the Golden Knights were good, the Colorado Avalanche were good. They each had their moments where they were imposing their will, and and that was just a back and forth juggernaut of a game. I know we got to call it, but uh, what you have here, I'll I'll put it in the simplest terms I can, is we had two alphas yeah. out there, and it was a really good battle. That, that was a fun game. Regardless of the outcome, that was a fun game to watch. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us here on the Extended Post Game Show. Let's go out to the phone lines. Mike, you're up. Two teams that are both worthy of going to the Final Four and representing the West, without a doubt. And it just seemed to me like Colorado needed it more, wanted it a little bit more. The Dallas Stars play-by-play man the other night made a profound statement. He said, it's not if you lose in this league. Everybody will lose. It's how you lose, which he, at that moment, it was late in the game, and he was uh, talking about going to overtime, and that's what we should have done tonight. That's what I'm most regretful for. Yeah, you, you know, Mike, you're right in that, but this isn't one where I feel like Vegas will go, you know what, we, we let that one get away. I think it was a, it was a good play on the winner. It was a veteran uh, center in Nazem Kadri who made three really good plays uh, on the game-winning goal on a face-off that was uh, a defensive face-off that, that Vegas kind of may, maybe could have got away from uh, if they would have played that differently. But this isn't one where you you uh, just just threw away. Well, they weren't they, they weren't they, playing. The Colorado won this more than Vegas let this one get away. I, I don't feel like, and I don't get the sense in watching the third period, that the Golden Knights were playing for no. for overtime. Like, that wasn't the, the sense no. that I get. I, I, I got the early push from the Golden Knights to tie the game, and then the Colorado Avalanche meeting that desperation with that of their own in the third period to, to wind it down. You talk about the play that Nazem Kadri made. You talk about maybe not necessarily being in that position if you make different plays, but... The fact of the matter is, Kadri made a play because the Colorado made Avalanche. Three. Yes, because they wanted they 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 were looking to win this game. He puts the draw to the to the strong side. He retrieves the puck on the wall, and then with Bo Byron throwing the puck on the net, it's Kadri at the net, coming in late and throwing it home. He he is that's the depth that the Colorado Avalanche have down the middle. Not everybody can do that. Uh, the Golden Knights' strength is on the walls and on the back end and in goal. For the, for the Avalanche, it's it's that experience and that skill that they have down their lineup. And he made a play. But it wasn't anything that, that Vegas necessarily did wrong uh, by any means. In fact, I, th- I thought Vegas played a really good hockey game and had a couple of chances uh, to and should have been rewarded in both both on Sunday and mm-hmm. in this game. Yep. We're, we're seeing maybe uh, some players a little bit snake bit here uh, when it comes to five on five. And, and there's, a, there's a lot of talk about the drought of five on five. Uh, I think it's just maybe some, some of the bounces evening out from when they were putting up four or five goals a game. 
So we've got uh, 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone line. We've got Terry. You're up. Hey, guys. Yeah, I totally agree with you. This was a really good game. As I was listening to the game tonight, I kind of felt like this was one of those that it might not be their night, kind of a win some, lose some type of thing. But uh, I was like thinking, man, if they could just pull this thing out, that would really be awesome. But I also felt like the game kind of got off on the wrong foot, you know, with the power play situation in the first period. And also I felt like a lesser team probably would have lost a game like this 5 2 6 2 with an empty netter at the end. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you're, I think some people will look at this game uh, the same same viewpoint as you that uh, that really that you're just playing catch up the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, Vegas played as good a game as Colorado. It's just that they never had a lead, and it's easy to look at and go, "Okay, wh- what could, could have happened differently?" I think that was that was the only difference is that Colorado yeah. scored first, and that Vegas had to answer every time. Yeah, I really felt like. Um... What was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. I really felt like, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe I lost the train of thought. Hey, welcome that, to um, my life, buddy. Anyway, yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> All right, thanks for the call, Terry. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I I agree. Like you, you look at that first period, you look at the uh, the three power plays for the Colorado Avalanche, the work that the Golden Knights put in on the penalty kills, some of the saves you get from Mark Andre Fleury. That that remains manageable. It could have been unmanageable from from the end of the first period on for the Golden Knights if things go a little bit differently with Colorado on their on their power play and the Golden Knights kept it manageable. It just didn't have a lead. You know what? I, I looked at this game and thought uh, that Vegas after the day off might have a little more jump. Uh, Pete DeBoer pointed out something in the press conference, and this is how when you, sometimes announcers get too close to the whole thing. Uh, the other night, they were playing three games and four nights mm-hmm. off the back-to-back. Tonight was still three games and four nights. It was just a different scenario, three <laughs> games and four nights. <laughs> Vegas has just played seven games in 12 days. That's is, all. Is, is that That's all? as jammed as you are going to get. Is that it? In the National Hockey League. <laughs> and... They they managed to come out of it pretty well with with two regulation losses and and five wins. That's a heck of a run, and and you may look at it and go, you lost a one nothing game and a three two game with with the winning goal scored the forty seconds to go. <laughs> That's giving yourself a pretty good chance to go to run the table. Game days and non game days. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's head back out to the phone line. Stephanie, you're up. Hey, um, you and Dan talked about it a little bit on the post-game show uh, originally, but talk on the PK was amazing, and I'm hoping that maybe uh, DeBoer will look into uh, utilizing him a little bit more, especially if they're going to get so many uh, um, ah. penalties. Yeah, penalties. (laughs) I can't think of the word. Um, uh, Like that, and hopefully, you know, they'll – clean up that and come a little bit. But it's also, even with the three penalties in the first period, it was really good to see that, you know, they didn't allow uh, Colorado to come back and get either the eight eight goals or seven goals like they did the last two times they were held to one or less goals. So that was really good that they put up a good front and stayed in it even, you know, with all the adversity in the first period. And then finally, I just wanted to say I think that still Flurry deserves the start at Tahoe. I don't think this game change that yeah don't you are absolutely right about that i don't think that there's a, a doubt in pete DeBoer's mind i don't want to speak for him but if i <laughs> if i was pete DeBoer, 
I would think that uh, that he'll uh, he would be leaning towards Mark Andre Fleury, and that's not uh, offering advice, more just weighing the odds. Thanks, Stephanie. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate the call on a 3-2 uh, Colorado win in this one. Alex Tuck, uh, you see how effective he can be when he's engaged. Yep. And whether it's on the penalty kill or whether it's five on five, he was arguably their best forward in this game. He was great in the first period, and he made a couple of plays in the in the second and the third, uh, as as he and Cody Glass and Keegan Colasar have found some chemistry. And I don't know whether it's as much chemistry as the three of them, Cody Glass and Keegan Colasar, are getting comfortable, and Alex Tuck is finding some confidence. I want to talk about that line specifically on the other side. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us, it's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, Colorado 3, Vegas 2. Late goal, Nazem Kadri, the difference in this game. Let's go back out to the phone line. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us here on the extended postgame show. Jonathan, how you doing tonight? Hey, good, thanks. Great game tonight, you know, all things considered. But don't you think it's time to uh, start scratching number 75? He really doesn't bring much to the ice, offensively speaking. And I feel like we're shorthanded all the time when he's on there. I uh, respectfully disagree with you on that one. Uh, I, he, well, first of all, he's not there to, to score 20 goals. A couple uh, thrown in every now and then, and they haven't they haven't scored as much as they did last year. So uh, if if you're leaning towards that, and then that's the but you point, have it then, in Kozar already. Then, you know, Kozar can lay a hit. Yeah, but you want everybody to be able to lay a hit. I understand that, but Kozar can get physical as proven as tonight. Well, I, I thought uh, Ryan Reeves was really important against the San Jose Sharks. I th- thought Ryan Reeves played a nice game against uh, Colorado. Uh, he's not going to be noticeable every night. As, and, uh, and that line uh, drew a penalty tonight and, and gave yourself a chance. Right. Uh, uh, so I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't take Ryan Reeves out of the lineup, no. Okay. Appreciate the call, though. Uh, and I want to say hi to uh, one of our uh, listeners out there, Darren Elliott, who's driving home right now. Uh, work the TV side of things. Always listens to the VGK Insider Show and yep. uh, listening to the postgame show. So on, on Ryan Reeves, uh, there have been games where we've seen that line just not really do much, right? Like they mm-hmm. haven't been able to spend a lot of time in the offensive zone. I thought tonight it was one of the games where – you get Nick Waugh, you get Will Carey, you get Ryan Reeves working down low along yeah. the boards. I thought they had a really good game. Did they score? No. Do you want more production? Do you want to get that depth scoring from that line in yeah. a game like today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially because they were able to control play in the offensive zone. It just didn't work out that way. And and a major reason why, Philip Grubauer was good. I don't know what Will Carey has to do to score right now. I 
He's, I mean, he's, he's had breakaways. He's had rebound chances. He's taken the puck hard to the net off the rush in transition. There's a lot happening. That's a, on a good side. He he hit a post. I'm uh, like, uh, it eventually has to fall in his favor. I'm telling you right now, I'm giving him an assist on the patch ready goal because he drew that penalty. Yes. So I'm I'm giving it to him. And honestly, he drew the only two penalties that the gold or the power plays that the old, the Golden Knights had in today's game. Yeah. The the the, the comparison with Keegan Colasar, I get they're both uh, big guys who can who can muck it up and mm-hmm. and can generate a physical presence. Kolasar, I think long term does have more offensive upside uh, when he finds that that confidence. But he Kolasar's in the same boat as Reeves and Carrier, uh Nosik when he was in there, uh Wah. They're all kind of searching for it at this point. Uh I think they're playing well. They're just not finishing at this stage. And, and before we went to break, I, I wanted to talk about the third line, and, and Keegan Colasar specifically, because he has the fight, and again, scoring chance after scoring chance in this game. He had a couple of really good looks. What's he got to do to break through? And, and when it happens, does does that just kind of build the confidence to where you know he gets a couple other he gets a couple more looks? And well, that's what you're hoping, back. right? Is yeah. is he finally finds the net, and then it sort of just opens up the floodgates yep. uh, from there. Uh, but if you're if you're just going to look at it uh, from a, a play perspective and not the end result, you're really happy with what you've seen from Keegan Colasar being involved and being relevant in the game from the start of the season where I think he was a little tepid mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. and didn't uh, show uh, the confidence necessary to go out there and make an impact. And I think you could say the exact same about Cody Glass, who it took a while to find his sea legs again in the National Hockey League. This, there's a guy who, well, both really haven't played in so long, and they're they're back in the National Hockey League playing in a game against one of the best teams and fastest teams in in the National Hockey League, and they were very very present tonight, and that's that's incredible. Incredibly encouraging for the Golden Knights to have three lines. For most of last year, this was not a four-line team. That third line was a void. It's fair. And this year, we've seen much more of uh, of uh, a presence in the game from that third line. Some of it has to do with Alex Tuck carrying over the confidence from the bubble and being so fast and so good. Uh, his his uh, reads are much more on point mm-hmm. than than I've seen in a long time. And then Glass and, and Keegan Colasar, or whether it was Nick Waugh on that line, have, have shown some signs. They just, they're not, they're not finishing. Yeah. And, and I mean, you look at the last couple of games in terms of, of five-on-five production, it's yeah. not just them. It's not just those guys, not just that line that isn't finishing. It, it's it's been top to bottom for the Golden Knights, and you're you're waiting for that game where everything kind of breaks through. You thought it was going to be tonight, it was not. Oh, I thought it was going to be both teams. Yeah, tonight. No, you did six uh, five. I'm just pointing out that you were wrong. Uh, I also need to correct uh, an earlier mistake that I made. What's uh, 
Can, do you want to do it later? Let's do it on the other side. Okay. Okay. 702-876-1340 is the number. Me apologizing. If you would like to join us, or it, you know, if not, just keep listening because Darren's going to apologize for the first time in his life. Mm-hmm. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show. Fox Sports Las Vegas, 702-876-1340 is the number. Colorado 3, Vegas 2. Golden Knights 10-3-1 on the year. Late goal, Nazem Kadri steals away a point from the Golden Knights. Darren Millard. Mm Mm-hmm. You uh, you were wrong, and it has to do with math. Yeah, I, 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 did I the find math this wrong. funny. I did the math wrong, but it's still the, my my point is the same. Uh, mm-hmm. I was comparing the the North Division, which is wide open, the Canadian Division, uh, and the number of goals that they're scoring on a night to night basis uh, up there, to the more mm, what do you call playoff style hockey from the West Division, closer to the uh, to the best uh, tight checking. Uh, the North Division is averaging 6.4 goals per game, and the West Division is somewhere in the 5.4 range, so more uh, about a goal difference. Uh, but yeah, it was it wasn't as dramatic as the like 3.8 or something that I said earlier. Yeah, it was 3.6 that you said earlier. The point was I bounced it off you, the math that I was doing, and I, no, 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 Darren you Elliott. You never and, showed me the math. And, what are you talking uh, about? And uh, who else? Uh, uh, Isaac, he Newt- gets Isaac Newton. As he's uh, Isaac as Newton. He, I bounced it off him. Uh, there was uh, Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, second time today that Ronald <laughs> Reagan's been mentioned in our show. I bounced it off a lot of people, and nobody, uh, nobody. That's said, that's the wrong formula. But it, but the point is, pull. no, the formula was right. You just did the math wrong. No, I didn't. I didn't carry the two and add the uh, right. Add the three you in did there. the math wrong. The the West Division is more playoff style, but this tonight, even in a three two game and a one nothing game, still tons of fun to watch. You, you know, I, I said it today. I could watch these two teams play every single night. Like it, the 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 competitive nature. Of these games, how back and forth the the twists, the turns, the the chances, the the plays that don't result in goals were just phenomenal. Like you look at Zach Whitecloud with confidence jumping in, hitting a post. You look at the 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 playoff, the faceoff, Marcia Soda, Petrangelo, who has a wide open net, and Grubauer, desperation gets over. Like the opportunities, the chances are one hundred percent right there. Goaltending's been really good. These teams have been defending well. It's really fun to watch. It's been spectacular. Nathan McKinnon made a play in the third period where he was a one-on-four. And I think he's more dangerous one-on-four <laughs> than he is three-on-three. Three. Because probably true. Because he, he's not looking for anybody else. He's just doing it on his own and, and making the athletic play. The goal that he scored tonight was an incredible play. Not the sizzle that you would think from Nathan McKinnon, but he, he just hit out on the side. And then as soon as Rantanen got the puck, he just dove to the middle and Rantanen made a, a read and he one-timed it in. It was, it was a great uh, play with the mind as much as it was 
with with the physical style. Like he he is fabulous. And then the Golden Knights counter with with depth and being able to roll lines over and and give you pressure. It's uh, uh, it was more physical. We saw that from 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 both teams tonight, uh, just like uh, on Sunday. More physical than the other games that we've mm-hmm. seen. Yeah. It was uh, it was it was enjoyable. We should find out the stats on Nathan McKinnon when he goes one on three, one on four, how often it results in a scoring chance for him. Because I I would agree with you when he's not looking to other players to, to help him out. He just assesses the situation and realizes this is what I can yeah, do. And I'm just going to go cuts him up. It's, go. it's ridiculous. He's so good. Big fast. Does that button hook. <laughs> and I see you, you hear people talk, McKinnon's as fast as McDavid. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe McDavid has the edge in just a pure explosiveness. Yeah, but speed and being able to make plays at at high end, he is on another level from everybody in the National Hockey League. And you know how many goals he's got in two games? One. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury made some saves off him near the end. Uh, the glove, I, I, the glove save yeah. with McKinnon in the slot. Like Pete DeBoer has to be thrilled with the job that the Golden Knights have done in two games in limiting Nathan McKinnon. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number if you'd like to join us as we wrap it up here on the extended post game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, wrapping it up here. Golden Knights drop this one to the Colorado Avalanche, 3-2, Nazem Kadri, late goal. Next game, Saturday, Lake Tahoe, reverse retros. How excited are you? The Nordique sweaters. Oh, yeah, I, I, I haven't even gotten there yet. Like, I'm excited about the Golden Knights reverse retros. I'm incredibly intrigued by how nice the Avalanche's reverse retros, the nod to the Quebec Nordique, how that's going to look in that backdrop on that setting. I don't know whether the game is going to be the story or whether the scene and the, the views and the backdrop is going to be the story. It might be slightly distracting. <laughs> Max Pacioretty said, like, you, you want to go out there and you want to play well because there's, like, so many people are watching. Yeah. Uh, but that, what they're going to pull off on, on this weekend as far as just a, uh, uh, like, a visual part of it is going to be as good as the games. And we expect the game. Like you've got a battle for first place mm-hmm. be- between the two Titans in the Western Division, and you have a battle for first place in the Eastern Division with Philadelphia and Boston. It couldn't have worked out better from a from a hockey standpoint. And we know that the the mountains, and they're not going anywhere, that's going to deliver. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. We will have pregame at 11 a.m. puck drop at noon it'll be vegas it'll be colorado they're going to look a little bit different it's going to be out on lake tahoe it's going to be a fantastic fantastic event and we will talk to you then thank you to jeff rubino for turning the knobs and keeping us on the air thanks to bobby machado back in the loss in the finley chevrolet fox sports las vegas studios that's going to do it for us here on the extended post game show fox sports las vegas 
Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.